Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. I'm here. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say in the building, in the booth, how you normally say. You just said I'm here, and I was just left, I just, you know, left me a little bit. Okay, yeah, no, no, I was just saying, that's the, look, I try to muscle, uh, rustle up as much energy as I could, okay? That's all I had. I'm here. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast, and you are now tuned in to Pop Culture. Hit you with that pop, 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 pop. But before we get there, I want to tell you about a very exciting partnership, I'll call it, with Symbol. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when, you, when your team wins. Yeah. Symbol has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 Network and the Raspy Voice Kids. They're going to hold a drawing to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. All you have to do is sign up for Symbol, make a $25 deposit using promo code RASPY12, and you will be entered into a chance to win two tickets to your favorite team's game this season. Visit www.symbol.com to create a free account. And when you deposit $25, make sure to use the promo code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-1-2, for a chance to win two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. Don't forget, that's the place to be. Now, Jeremy, well, why did I say you're tuning to pop culture? We're not doing pop culture today. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You just you, you put it on uh, cruise control. You put it on manual. Yeah, anyway, we're here just doing a recap. This is just a recap of the WVU versus LIU game. There was a lot of anticipation, not because we were worried about who was going to win. We were 48-point uh, favorites, I believe. Yes, what? and you got that wrong. We were not playing LIU. This was the West Virginia Mountaineers against Bishop Sycamore today. <laughs> well, yeah. Bishop Sycamore got $475,000 to get whipped, and whipped they got. That's what happened today. 66 to nothing. West Virginia wins big. They get everyone in, but nobody more important, nobody more intriguing than Mr. Garrett Green, number six at quarterback, QB2. What did you think, Jeremy? Well, first of all, let's do let's start out on the good side of things 
First of all, it's hard to be mad when you score on almost every single possession that you have. 66 points. We haven't done that in a really long time. So to see that, that kind of score, um, if you were just looking at the, the, the box score at the end of the game, man, it looked in, incredibly impressive. Big shout out to Winston Jet Life Wright. I feel like we're going to be saying this a whole lot. Well, actually, I take that back. I think people are going to stop kicking to him. Very first play of the game, Brandon. He took it to the house. What are you going to do? Take it to the house. Took it to the house. 99 yards. Big play. Set it off. The Brandon, the crowd once again was electric. I didn't know how they were going to react after you come off the Maryland loss. We were home. We were fired up to finally be back in the building. Building full capacity. Making noise. Showing what Mountaineer Nation is about. We showed up and Winston Wright gave us something to cheer about. As did the rest of the team. Obviously winning 66 to nothing. I also want to shout out Mesador once again coming through. Uh, Jackie Matthews, I thought, looked good. Adai was playing great. The whole defense played well. But really, really, really want to tip the cap to the entire special teams. Covering. Returning. Blocking a field goal. Man, it was pretty. It was nice. Uh, I love what I was seeing from the special teams, Brandon. Big shout to Jeff Koontz, the special teams coach, the special team coordinator is what they call him. The man is doing his job. You can tell a lot about how well a team is coached by how disciplined they are when they're doing special teams. Because a lot of times you don't, well, the better teams have their best players on special teams, but you get a lot of guys who aren't necessarily the best players. They just work the hardest. They want it the most. And I think you saw that today. It's a carryover from what Winston Wright did against Maryland because Winston Wright led the nation in uh, yards per return leading into this game. So he didn't hurt his average at all. He's looking at All-American status if they continue to kick to him as a special teams player, as as the, uh, what, do they, uh, what do they call that? The Paul Horning Award, possibly. Okay, right, right, right. Um, so, I was excited yeah. about that because I wondered if it was just a fluke, if it was just Maryland, but it's not. It was more than that. But nobody came here for that. You guys are here to hear what we have to say about Garrett Green. The nitty gritty. Would you, all right, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, wanna, I want you to talk first. What did you think about Garrett Green? What did you think about this offense when you watched them tonight? There's no question that Jared Dagey has better command of the offense. Jared Dagey opens the playbook more than Garrett Green. There's no question or debate about that. But he should, as a 17th year senior, be able to run the offense better than Garrett Green, a redshirt freshman. That's not a surprise. But I'll tell you, watching that game, there's no comparison to what the offense can be between Jared Dagey and Garrett Green. Amen. The ceiling. The ceiling is not. We're seeing the ceiling right now with with, with Dagey. If everything goes right, look, I like Dagey throwing slants. I like Dagey making quick decisions. I like Dagey's outs. Anything under 20 yards, Dagey, I feel like, commands the offense well. But that's a ceiling because he can't throw it deep. His arm is not strong enough. Sean Ryan streak, streaking down the sideline. I believe it was in the second quarter. Dude had a step. The ball was 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 floated and was out of bounds, um, but it was nowhere near strong enough. His arm isn't strong enough. So when you play defense, when you play Virginia Tech, they're going to dare you to throw it deep. They're going to load the box and say, hey, I want him to throw it deep. The other reason why they're going to load the box is because our offensive line isn't the greatest. And, and, I, and I say that pass blocking. They're okay. They're, they're solid. I think they're decent at pass blocking, but they can't run block at all. So you load the block box and you realize one of two things are going to happen. If you're forcing uh, Deggy to throw it deep, either A, he throws an errant pass because his arm is weak, or B, he gets sacked because he can't move. 
He cannot move. The man is a statue. And, and, and that's the ceiling. If you're okay with me, mediocrity, that's fine, Neil Brown. But we we there's a potential with Garrett Green. Does he read the defense best? I don't no. think so. I don't know. Does he throw the best passes? The man has a he, the man has a lot more zip on his ball than than Deggy does. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you those are deep ball any better. What I will tell you is that his potential. You get him in here. You let him learn the ropes. Hey, I'll take a couple losses with him learning the ropes. I'd rather a couple losses with him learning the ropes than take losses like Maryland. Uh, where he didn't have an opportunity because his ceiling is so much higher when it clicks. That's the way I feel. I'm with you 100%. The other thing is we run a lot of re- re- uh, read option, which makes no sense with Jared Daigie. No one thinks you're keeping the ball. He kept it maybe once last year, and that was on the touchdown from like the two-yard line. No one is confused about who's getting the ball when you run the read option, which defeats the purpose of running the read option. With Garrett Green in there, it changes everything. That's one of the things I was frustrated about personally. As happy as I was about this game, because I always tweet, good teams win, great teams cover, let's enjoy this win. We we deserve to enjoy this win. Neil Brown's guys, Neil Brown's guys went out and did the job. So I don't want to sound like I'm being too pessimistic about what I saw. But why didn't Garrett uh, Green get to go with the ones, Jeremy? Why no, wasn't Garrett Green in there with Letty Brown running the offense, seeing what he actually can do? Amen. That's one of the problems I had with what Neil Brown did today. I have said from the get-go, Neil Brown is too conservative for my taste offensively. Amen. Yes, yes. Offensively. Garrett Green had 94 yards rushing in, on less than three complete drives, according to Chris Anderson. Do you know who the last person to have that many yards rushing at quarterback was? Pat Weezy? Pat White. That's how long ago. When your quarterback can run, the other thing that happens is Garrett Green might miss some reads. Garrett Green might miss some uh, some open players. But when he does that, he can still make the play happen. If Jared Daigie misses a read, it's an interception or a sack, like you said. The other thing is, it makes the defense think. Because the offense we run for right now does not make the make the defense think at all. When Garrett Green's in there, you have to stay sit for a bit. You have to you have to stay um, committed, not committed, disciplined enough to your assignment, or else one of the guys are going to beat you. One of those guys I also wanted to see was Justin Johnson, and Brandon. He looked explosive, explosive. I think I think Garrett Green not playing against Maryland was big. I think. It might be just as big that Justin Johnson didn't get in the game against Maryland because Brandon, that kid is explosive. I he, liked what I seen of that kid, and I think it makes no sense for him not to even get a touch in the Maryland game. He's explosive, but he's not good at pass protection. When you have a running back, especially when you have a statue quarterback, you got to be able to pass protect. He was not able to do that, Jeremy. He missed. I didn't say. I didn't say every play. Get him. Get him some touches. Get him some looks. I agree. He should have gotten some touches, but I don't think that was a bigger difference than Garrett Green. Not. I don't. I don't think it's even in the same stratosphere. Everything changes when Garrett Green's in the game. So that leads us. So you and I are in agreement. We both agree on this. Garrett Green's got to play. How much, yeah. Jeremy? Should Garrett Green be QB one? I don't think he should be QB one. No, I don't think he should be QB one. Um, but so you, I do think he. I think he should have got snaps in Maryland, and I think I think he should have packaged. I think he should get ten plays on offense as, as quarterback. I want to bring him along so that maybe at some point during this year we can play him. You know. I Jeremy, I don't agree. I you think, think he's QB one. I think he's QB one. 
I don't know. I don't I know. I, 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 I can you're see building you for there. the future. You're not going to win the conference this year, and everyone knows it. We know we're not winning the conference this year. I, let me just say, this is not the NFL. You can play packages with two different quarterbacks. I agree you know with I mean? that. I agree with that. I, listen, I'm not going to be mad as long as Garrett Green gets to play. And people say if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, guess what? We're not where we want to be when it comes to the QB room. And, and let me just say this one thing, too. I just want to bring this out. A lot of times you see the box score and you see the stats. And it doesn't tell the whole story of the game. Brandon, I think more than anything that these these box scores, uh, the, these stats, if you go on ESPN or wherever you go to look at West Virginia stats, um, I think they tell the complete and full story of what happened during this game. Yeah, Letty Brown, I, Letty Brown, fifteen carries for twenty-three yards. Yeah, that's your starting running back against their starters, and he could only muster up twenty-three yards with against your, a, with, your, with your starting offensive line <clears throat> against a terrible LIU team. And when it I say terrible, this is the worst team that I can remember West Virginia ever playing. Yeah, I ever. agree. They're picked seventh out of eighth, out of eight teams in their division, at, in their conference in FCS. Great. They're very bad. Jeremy, they gave up 12 yards a carry. The box score says it all. Letty Brown had 15 carries for 23 yards. Our offensive line is really struggling to run the ball. And you play a terrible opponent like this, and you still can't run the ball. We are in trouble, but not just there. Remember that if you want to come back to it. Look at the box score again. Garrett Green, 15 carries or something like that for 90 yards. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That tells you he can take off and make things happen. Also, once again, look at the box score. Our our defense gave up, I think, 90-some yards in the entire game, 11 yards in the second half. Our defense was stellar and made adjustments. And Brandon, I know you you want to talk about a few of these points, but just let me uh, list them off real quick. But one of the biggest things that I saw, not the biggest things, but another thing I want to point to is our defense is not creating turnovers. It was one-to-one against LIU, a terrible team. And the turnover we got was them just fumbling a snap. Now, granted, good heads up and awareness to jump on it, but our defense... Uh, yeah, but our defense, as dominant as it was, and and I know you're getting into Leslie and the things that he did. I love, I I like our defense. I really like our defense. But once again, you look over the turnover turnover ratio, and it's one to one. We we we're not ball hawks. We're not taking the ball away, and that's a big problem. Especially when you play a team like Virginia Tech, which is stingy and plays stellar defense. So on the season, we're down five turnovers to one. We're not ball hawking. It's not looking good, and I don't see it changing. I want to give props to to Jordan Leslie, though, because he did make adjustments. At one point, we had LIU at negative seven yards in the second half, zero third down conversions in the second half, which tells you he figured out what they were doing, and his players stepped up when he I do like that, but how many sacks did we have? Now, I don't know about late in the game, but I know when it counted, I I get one, maybe maybe two in the first couple quarters. We had we had one. Uh, no, I don't know. And also, how are you defining when it counted? When 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 everybody's still playing their hardest. <laughs> every, I know, but it's I, hard. I mean, it's hard because into the third quarter, Dante Stills and some other guys were still in the game. Like it's hard to set. You know what I mean? Not, I guess for me, I'm saying when it counted is when both teams are playing hard and they feel like they still. I say the first couple quarters. 
you know, because it was getting out of hand by halftime. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, and by the way, against certain teams, no big deal. We're playing Long Island University. Everybody who's heard of Long Island University before this week, stand up. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I can see you and nobody's standing. So, so we're playing them. We get no turnovers. Letty goes 15 for 23 on the ground. I, Brandon, I know you win 66 is nothing and you should be all happy and excited, but I'm thoroughly, I wasn't impressed with this win at all. At all. When I saw our offensive line not being able to run block again, all I could think, and I sent you the message, actually, I tweeted it out. It's going to be a long season in the Big 12 because if we can't run the ball on LIU, we can't run the ball on anybody. Yeah, but we can run the ball when we have Garrett Green, Jerry, when he's toting the rock. And amen. That's why, that's, I was going to get there, but yeah, amen. Yep, it changes everything when you have to account for the quarterback. And when's the last time somebody won the Big 12 without a mobile dual-threat quarterback? Tell me. Um, let's see. When was the last time Oklahoma had a mobile dual threat? <laughs> didn't have didn't have a mobile quarterback. <laughs> well, let me see. Was it Jason White? <laughs> was it Jason? Yeah. White? <laughs> I mean, because even even yeah, bad knees himself. It's been a long time since somebody won the Big Twelve without a dual threat quarterback. You can win without a dual threat quarterback if you're Alabama. You can win if you don't have a dual threat quarterback if you're Ohio State. But even those teams prefer to have a mobile dual threat quarterback because it makes the defense. Think at this level. This is not the NFL. This is college football. And college football is one on the legs and arm of quarterbacks. Another question to you, Brandon, is I know we scored 66 points. Did you see any explosive plays from our offense? Uh, well, how are you counting explosive plays? Isn't it 20 yards or more? I was going to say, let's say 40 yards or more. Deep pass. No, receiver breaks open, no. Catches, it goes Jared, Jared Diggy had Sean Ryan wide open and missed him by a good five yards. That's what I'm saying. So if I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. And by the way, what 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 for me in my own fandomship, what West Virginia what, what West Virginia did was allow themselves another week to hey, Virginia Tech is it. Virginia Tech is it. We'll see if you can put it together against Virginia Tech. But this game right here, like I'm not going away on I'm not coming away with the warm and fuzzies. Hey, I love seeing the crowd. I love hearing country roads at the end. But for the um for the prediction or the outcome of this team or or the the record at the end of the year, man, I'm the jury. I'm the jury's not still out. The jury's the jury's sixty forty right now. Actually, more than sixty forty. I, I don't agree if Garrett Green plays, but what we know is Garrett Green's not going to play because Neil Brown's still talking about how efficient Jared Daigie is. He doesn't see the forest for the trees. He's efficient, fine against LIU. He can't beat anyone for you. The only thing Jared Daigie can do is not lose. He's not if, winning anything. And 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 the thing is, too, I don't see creative plays from our offense. I now watch that, other games, and they come up with creative plays where these guys are wide open. Nah, I, I disagree with that, Jeremy. We had guys wide open all game for Garrett Green and for, for Jared Deggie. All game against LIU. Okay, we'll see if it happens against Virginia Tech. Yeah, now that you can argue. But again, I'll say today, player, teams, players were wide open all over the field. And early in the routes, too. It wasn't like they had to wait for it to develop. Um, some of that was broken plays, but I, I disagree with that. I felt like I liked the way. And, and again, I liked it way more. The offense had a spark with Garrett Green. There's no spark with Jared Dagey. There's none. I agree. I agree 100%. And it's terrible that you win 66 to nothing 
and you you don't feel impressed and you no. don't feel up for it. But I just look at the stats, but I also watch the game. I'm not impressed, but I am happy. Do not get it twisted. As a fan, oh, I'm happy. Ohio I'm State happy. lost. Texas is losing. Oh, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Oh, my goodness. Made my whole day. Yes. I told you. Uh, Ohio yeah, State going down. The sun shines a little brighter. The air's a little bit more crisp. Whoo. And we won. Like, we get to sing. We sang Country Roads in Morgantown. Now, I, we, you know, we didn't, but they did. And we saw it. And kudos to Oh, by the way, kudos to ESPN3 for playing all of Country Roads <laughs> on the broadcast. But let's get to ESPN3, Jeremy. Get to their butts. Come on now. That's the worst announcers. I've, I, I Maybe not ever. I know there's been some bad ones. But that was pretty bad, Brandon. That was pretty bad. Yeah. I told myself I wasn't going to forget his name, but I don't forget already. Um, I, you said it earlier. I can't remember his name. Because he kept saying, is yeah. his last name. Stick to the fundamentals. He said fundamentals within the first five minutes about everything. Do you know what else Every he said name. a million times? What? Phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal yeah. athlete. Phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal athlete. I don't know if he's new. If he's new, you know, I'm going to give him a little leniency because, you know, it's his first time or second time. But that was bad. Matter of fact, uh, the other uh, dude. Sorry. I know- sorry. His name is Brooks Bennett. Okay, I, I don't even know the other dude who, who who's called the game. Bill Spalding. Bill Spalding had me looking. Like, I was like, man, did, did I mess up Staley's name? Have I been calling him the wrong name for three, four years, five yeah. years? He kept saying Stanley. Stanley. Did you hear him keep saying Stanley? Yes. All game, I was like, man, does he have an end in his name? Had me no. second guessing myself. No, they were terrible. They, they were said the terrible. dumbest stuff. Like, like, so when they were talking about the Big 12, he uh, Brooks... Bennett says, well, yeah, uh, Iowa State, I'm really impressed. They're looking to be on the level of the Texas Longhorns in this Big 12 conference. Okay, Iowa State lost today. Texas is not the standard bearer. What are you talking about? That's not the point. It was annoying having them be be the uh, announcers for our game. You're not always going to get Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. I get that. No, no, it's not just that. I feel like they were unprepared. They had no clue what they were talking about. They kept calling people the wrong names. Um, I sometimes you get the wrong number, but like I just some of the stuff they said was just very generic, and I'm like that doesn't really apply to our team. Like you clearly had certain go to phrases that don't apply. I wish I could give you. I should have wrote them down, but that happened multiple times where I just laugh. Like man, this is this is ESPN three. I don't have anything else, Jeremy. Do you? No, that's it, man. Look, we got to win. Oh wait, did we didn't talk about Justin Johnson hitting the whole. I feel like Justin Johnson hits the hole more quickly than Letty Brown, and he's definitely better than Tony Mathis, at least Tony Mathis, at, at this level of injury. He does not have the strength as Letty. He doesn't. He, he does not block as well as Letty. explosive than Letty. I'm not sitting here telling you Steve Slayton like fast. I'm not talking about fast. I'm talking about explosive, the acceleration. He hits that hole. He is going to be a good one. I'm glad you brought that up because I, we talked about that before. Brandon. I understand right now things don't look amazing for West Virginia, their offense, year three. Prather, Garrett Green, and Justin Johnson, three freshmen on this squad, Brandon, 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 who I'm just saying, like, the the future, especially with the recruiting class coming in, but I'm just talking about the guys I saw today on the field. Prather, Justin Johnson, and Garrett Green – I was like, okay, okay, yeah, let's get them. I only it's going to be real. I only saw one drop out of our receivers today, and that was Sam James. But Sam James made up with it, made up for it with two touchdowns um, and 
I thought he played pretty well overall, and it's important for that dude to have confidence because he's the kind of athlete that we're going to need to beat Virginia Tech next week. And I'm glad that we tested the waters throwing the fade because now we realize we cannot throw the fade against anybody. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now we know Jarrett Dagey cannot throw the fade. Well, the, <laughs> I don't care who it is. I, I like our receivers, but I just didn't see them. You know, I no, it's a waste of play. We throw the fade. It's a waste of play. If you can't throw the fade against LIU, throw that one out. Crumple it up. Throw it in a trash, trash can. You know, beat it with a stick. Throw That's it on what I was about to say. Beat it with a stick. <laughs> Put it in the bag. Beat it with a stick. <laughs> all right so that's i think that's it though right yeah man yeah man let's go we appreciate y'all listening checking in with the raspy voice kids to get a recap check back in with us this week because we're doing why we hate virginia tech part two we got more for you check us out get at your boys Podcast Network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 